Though you may not be familiar with the name Knox Fortune, you're certainly familiar with the work. The young up-and-coming singer and producer has already led his vocals to collaborations with Chance the Rapper and production to Save Money collective artists like Joey Perp. Now he's looking to step into the spotlight and make a name for himself in his own right. Knox Fortune joined me in studio to talk about his upcoming solo project. Let's listen in. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, the one and only Knox Fortune super producer. Yo, yo. Singer. You know, we were just talking off mic and you're interesting in that you're behind a lot of the songs that we hear in the city and of course nationally people really enjoy, but there's no association with the name quite yet. How does it feel mm. to be responsible for hits and people are like, wait a minute, you did that? It's funny. It's like humbling at the same time because uh, you don't get treated any differently, which is really nice. Just because it's not that face, like my face isn't attached to any of these songs. Right. So it's it's cool because I get to like personally see people's reactions to finding out I'm the guy behind it. And uh, I don't know, it's like oddly satisfying, I would say. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's take a step back. As I understand it, you're a fan of the Beach Boys, you're a fan of the Beatles. So you have an eclectic base that serves as your point of reference for the music that you enjoy. What do you pull from for your production? What are you using as your source material? It really depends on who I'm working with. Like, I treat myself as a separate artist. Um, I treat Kami when I work with him as a separate artist. Joey, like, everybody has to, you know, have their own styles. So for um, Kami, for instance, I was listening to a lot of Giorgio Mordor, uh, a lot of, like, Pet Shop Boys and New Order, kind of, like, new wave stuff. Joey was more like listening to, like, T.I., and Wayne and kind of getting into that headspace. For me, it's like um, Beatles, Beach Boys, but also more like futuristic stuff. I don't know. I got a super eclectic music taste, and I just like try to pull from every corner to get that influence going. For sure. And Mm -hmm. so you've produced for Joey, as you said. You've produced for Kami, and uh, you were on the Leather Corduroys track, Mm -hmm. uh, Seasons, the album, should I say. What, what was the headspace you were getting? Because that was super eclectic and, and out there. For season, it was really nice because we were all very, like, green in our careers and stuff. So it was uh, pretty egoless, I would say. Um, my feature on that particular Remember Me song was, like, I produced that beat, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, Shuggy Otis. There's a Shuggy Otis song, Strawberry Letter 23. I don't think that's actually his song, but he has a version of it. And that's kind of what we were going for with that. So we're really pulling from, you know, the strangest corners to make this music. Now, how would you describe, not sonically, but your your ability as a singer, your register? I got like a falsetto. Like my voice is really light. Uh, how many times have folks heard you sing and they're like, yo, I thought you were a girl? Like for a while, it was like every day on Twitter. <laughs> like every day on Twitter, they'd be like, all night is a white dude? What? I thought this was like a giant woman or something. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> and now we were talking earlier about how you kind of 
fit with the artist that you're working with to try to give them like a, a very different sound than you yourself mm-hmm. are used to for yourself. What do you say about your own production when you are producing for yourself for you to to rock vocals over? It's just got to kind of hit me instantly, like because I do make the beat as well. Yeah, it kind of allows me to work with something that's a lot less developed than another artist would be able to. I think like. I can see the end goal in my head better than an artist I'm working with when I'm producing for myself. I can just make a loop, sample something and reverse it, and it will sound cool enough to me, and I'll just have a singing idea and be like, I'm singing on this now. Like, I'm not looking for anything in particular, really. It just got to hit me kind of instantly. Talk about Seaglass. How did this track come together? Ooh, Seaglass is one of my favorite songs I've ever done. I made it in the basement of my old home. And it was just like a vibe, like the beat, I think I was making a rap beat. I was like trying to make a rap beat and it just had this super nostalgic, reminiscent sound to it. And uh, I used to spend summer in Michigan, like Lake Michigan with my family and we'd always like find sea glass. My aunt has like jars and jars of sea glass at our cottage we'd go to. So it's always just been a really um, important, like significant physical thing that really like brings me back to being a kid going to the beach every day for summer, like, pre-responsibilities. So that was that song. It was like a love song for my childhood, essentially. That's so, which was like four years ago for you. Yeah, which is like, yeah. <laughs> Man's like 17 years old. <laughs> so what are the tools that you use for production? It's uh, kind of always changing. I have, like, my go-to things. Really, the biggest thing has always been the computer for me. Like, even when I don't have a computer, though, I make music. You know, just whatever's in front of me at the time, uh, that's kind of what inspires me and uh, drives my sound. Like, if I don't have any synthesizers, it's okay. If what, I have, are we talking Ableton? What are we talking about? I use kind of everything. Like, Girls at I made in Pro Tools. Seaglass, I made in Logic. Some of my new stuff, I've been making in Ableton. I just, I learned all the stuff so I could just do it in whatever, whatever's in front of me at the time. I have some synths at the house. I like my voice. Sometimes I just start with my voice. Like, that's sometimes the easiest way to get an idea going for me. So. Add some effects and let it ride. Yeah. And then right. just chop it up. Where all the girls at? With the credit cards and the high heels. The Mercedes Benz with the big wheels. When they hit it's jam, they can't sit still. Yeah, they know what's up. Where all the girls at? With the Birkin bags. For someone who's now coming to their into their own as a featured artist, as a solo artist, and you have this association with collaborations, do you find that time is now for you to make your own mark as a solo artist? Yeah, absolutely. Especially after All Night. It was kind of like I'd been given this, you know, incredible opportunity. And I had all the music. Like, I'd been making solo music for forever. And it was just kind of like, well, when I get around to it, when I finish up these projects for these people, I'll start doing the solo stuff. And um, it just really popped in my head, like, the time is now do this you have great stuff time to put it out there um, you, you mentioned all night mm-hmm. and as i understand it this is something that chance just brought to you and had a different vision for it and then you put your own signature on it yeah totally i thought i was uh doing background vocals when i did the hook on that like straight <laughs> up it was like a really loose like he'd like freestyled the whole song kind of at the time and was like you got any they got anything for this? He had like some ideas of what he wanted me to do or whatever. And I like, was like a British voice or something. Yeah, like that? he had like some like different, just like kind of wackier ideas. And I was like, I'm, uh, "Do you mind if I just like try something?" And then I just like went into a room alone and recorded myself, and then brought it back to him. And he was like, "This is super hot." I was like, "All right." 
And I still thought it was background vocals. I thought somebody was going to go over my stuff. You thought it was like a reference track? Yeah, and then I thought the project would come out and I wouldn't be on it. I did, like I got paperwork the night before the project dropped, and I was like, what is, what is this for? And then like signed off and everything, and then the next day it came out, my brother texted me with just a photo, like a screenshot of the Apple Music, and it's like, no problems featuring Lil Wayne 2 Chains all night featuring Knox Fortune. All we got featuring Kanye West. He's like, bro, you're like next to Kanye and Two Chains in like this lineup right now. Yeah, how'd that feel? Surreal. It was really crazy. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was like hard to wrap my brain around for the first like day. But also, you know, I don't think uh, we all knew the project was incredible and stuff. But the attention it's garnered is like, you know, it's hard to predict something that massive. So I didn't even really think anything of it at the time. I was like, nice, another placement. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's just my job, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so like, and now, now it's uh, still surreal. Yeah, same feeling, pretty much every time. I'm like, can't believe I'm on that song, Mr. Fortune. Thank you very much for making time, man. Oh yes, thanks for having me. When I think of all the